This week on A Monumental Podcast. Everybody dance now. Oh! Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Monumental Podcast, a show where we discuss the very best of the best. A variety of topics. I am your host, Nicholas Bassett, and with me is this week's panel of experts. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Blake here. Luke Fossman. Uh, this is Jonathan Cunningham. And once again, it's Kyle Christians, a.k.a. Kyle27. I'm glad to have you guys uh, on the panel this week. Uh, so this week's topic is uh, um, one-hit wonder, one wonders. So here's how the show works. For every episode, we choose our Mount Rushmore of a certain topic, share and discuss. Uh, now, regardless how you feel about the monument, someone thought a long time ago that these four presidents deserved their own mountainside monument. So for this episode, the criteria for One Hit Wonders was the song doesn't necessarily have to be a good song, just a re- recognizable single hit by a band or the, or the song that the band is most known by. And we're going to have a little bit of leeway, leeway here because this is a really hard topic for us. Um, we put this show off for about three weeks, was it? Because uh, we had a hard time doing this one. But uh, we think we've got a handle and we're ready to go. I, so, like that you, uh, I like that you said the song doesn't have to be good. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I've got a, a, a couple on my... Uh, there's one that's debatable on my thing. That's whether it's a good song or not. So, oh, those we'll, are the best songs. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see here. But um, as always, I, I, as always... Uh, I roll to see who goes first, and I did that pre-recording. So uh, our brand new guest this week, Blake, is uh, will be going first today. Blake. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I just a second ago, this was off air, but I had to scribble down my notes that are on the phone. So hopefully, I got everything uh, moved around. But I did struggle, as you mentioned, really trying to pick uh, songs. And so actually, what I did is I kind of qualified my list with a few additional criteria just to help narrow it down. Sure. Um, one, one thing that really helped was I decided to make my list later than the year 1980 um, because there's so many 50s, 60s, 70s songs that are one-hit wonders. There's hundreds, I bet. Um, Ooh, all right. And quite a few that I personally liked, and it was just too hard uh, so for that reason, I went with later than 1980. That was just one. And I'll share the other criteria later when I have a chance to look them up. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. Okay, so my fourth head, I'm just going to go worst to first, but I'll just give you one. This is a song that I believe everybody knows. And this is by Semisonic. The song is Closing Time. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Yes. I didn't realize that was a one-hit wonder. Um, I believe so, and there's a little bit of kind of a side story with it. Apparently, it was featured in a movie. Uh, I'll have to look at who the the main actor and actress were. But What's the movie, sang... Blake? I'll look it up for you. Uh, shoot. I know Mila Kunis is in it, oh, and I want to say so. Justin Timberlake, possibly. Oh, this is a uh... – yeah, hang on. I think I know what you're talking about. You're friends with Benefits? Yes. Possibly. And there's a apparently there's a story where they sang this song and it was an ongoing joke that it's not by Third Eye Blind. Instead, it's by Semisonic and it 
there's a movie quote from that movie that they play the song at the end and Justin Timberlake says something like, Hey, it's uh, not third eye blind, blah, 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 semi-sonic. But um, yeah, that's my fourth head. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good pick. I, I guarantee you, you know, if you go to, if you've gone to college and you, um, and you've closed at a bar, that song plays at the end of the night. Oh, it's every bar you go to in the night. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I have no problem with that pick. That's a good. That's a good one. I um I had I didn't know that was a a one hit wonder either, and I just, I, I always th- I always thought it was by Third Eye Blind as well. So that's good to know because I've never yeah, really like that brings up um another qualifier that just came to mind that I had made for myself. Um, as far as one hit wonder, in my research, I found that it doesn't have to be a band that only came out with one song that made it. Um, it's just a band that is primarily known by one particular song. Correct. And that, that um, was part of our, that's part of our criteria criteria as well. Cause I know, cause I know that one of the people on my list has come up with other songs and people know they're their songs, but they're literally only known by this one song. So right, yep. but we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. All right. Um, next up, uh, uh, Luke, your uh, first head. Uh, my first head. I'm actually going to go reverse from Blake and go best to worst because I had a lot of trouble with this. Uh, my criteria was basically I'm just going to choose from my favorite songs and try to figure out who only had one hit wonders. And uh, turns out that's not a lot of the people I like. (laughs) (laughs) So I did some polling around and I got some good recommendations. I went back and listened to them and I thought, you know what? Those are really, really good songs that deserve to be up there. So my first head is Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Same here. I've never heard it. It's like the wind, ride like the wind. I maybe we could take like a break and I can play like a clip of it. <laughs> uh, I'll play a clip. Oh, here, here, I'll play a clip right. I was gonna say yeah. I've got it queued up on Spotify here. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard this. It's, it's such a it's a good song. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and cut that. Uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah, that's super, super good. And I looked it up. Chris Cross or Christopher Cross, which Chris Cross, awesome name. Uh, he's. I'm sorry, Chris. Your other songs suck shit, man. They're bad. <laughs> they're they're it's, not it's, great. It's, it's, there's a lot of stinkers in there, man. And it's just <laughs> fucking called out. They're I'm not sorry. great. Yeah. If he wants to fight me, I guess we can do that. It's just they're not. I, I, they didn't. They didn't speak to me. So, now, to be, uh, now, to, now to be clear, we're talking about Chris Cross, not Chris Millet, the guy that's on our podcast normally. No, he's oh, he's such shit too. too. <laughs> not Chris Cross, the rap duo. Correct? Right. <laughs> no, Christopher Cross. Good job. Ride like the wind. First head. Awesome. All right. Next up, we got John. All right. I mine is in no particular order. I'm. Uh, this first one is something that I heard growing up. I first disliked the song, then I liked it. And there's actually quite a, a bit of a story behind it. It's uh, Handlebars by Flowbots. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, the, the... 
the story behind this one is that I listened to the song, I downloaded the album, and I think I tried to listen to it. And it, it was okay, not great, but obviously Handlebars is the best song. Well, of course. I then downloaded their next album. There was not a single listenable song on it. It was just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, just, I love how I, I love how in each one of our lists so far, it's been it's been a uh, uh, someone at, like the 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 one song we pick is really good, and the rest of them are really shitty. Yep, and I don't think I've listened to Handlebars in the last fifteen years. I don't think I. I remember when that song like first came out; oh and it was like God. a big deal. I remember hearing it everywhere. I, honestly, I probably deep down know all the lyrics if I really think about it. I don't think oh, it's always embarrassing, actually. All I know is the I can run my back with no handlebars. Look at no me. No handlebars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that song. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I know all the words to De Colores, and I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that's a good one, Hit Wonder. Because Lee, Lee, yes, Lee Greenwood does not have a. I could not tell you, sit here and tell you a single song by Lee Greenwood other than I'm Proud to Be American. Like that, I for, for legit could not even. You couldn't. You could offer me $50,000 right now, and I couldn't. Seems like a one-sided bet there, Nick. <laughs> you need to bet me that money so I can have that money. I can't. Nobody take him up on it. It's a trick. Yeah. I've it's fallen for this crap. before. Ah, that's where I. That's how I got the money for my new TV. <laughs> oh shit! Getting that Kanye hundred foot wall TV. Oh, <laughs> Hey, I mean, we all want that Kanye hundred foot wall TV. Ah, uh, and you, you, can you imagine like all the all the like the if you could get like the multi picture and picture on that shit, and all the football game, all the sports you could put on that on that TV. I'm gonna run my own sports yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. Dude, imagine if like speaking of Kanye, imagine Kanye with Kanye's attitude, but he was only a one hit wonder artist instead. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you're, bas- you're basically ex- you're basically describing vanilla ice. Oh, oh my no. god. That is a very good point, Nick. Oh no. Wait, wait. Vanilla oh, did Ice just- did have a very bad acting career. I mean He did. I did, I did watch all of Vanilla Ice Goes Amish, though, and I will say it actually was pretty entertaining. <laughs> cheesy. Very cheesy. Yeah, yeah, I was entertained. Awesome. Kyle, what's your what's your first head? Well, I got a mouthful of coffee. Oh, I don't even know what one to say first. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger bite, so if it hollers, let it go. Eeny, meeny, miny. Who let the dogs out by the Baja men? That, that's nice. on my list, too. That's on my list, too. <laughs> oh, it's so obnoxiously <laughs> annoying. But, like, I remember as a kid when that song came out, and it came out for the movie Rugrats in Paris because... Which is an excellent movie. I don't remember if I watched it, but I just remember, like... No, I have watched it just a very long time ago. Regardless, like, I think it plays right when Spike and that poodle start having their, like, essentially their Little Mermaid kiss the girl scene. Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't you all. Why? I don't know. It's I just cute. like picking on you, man. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but, uh... Wasn't that song in Snow Dogs as well with Cuba Gooding oh, Jr.? I, mean, uh, I ha- I've got the I've got the thing pulled up right now, so let me see if I can... Wait, what thing you got pulled up? Yeah. I have the Wik- I have the Wikipedia pulled up. 
Uh, good old, where would we be without good old Wikipedia? We wouldn't know such fun facts like the history of who let the dogs out by Baja <laughs> Men. The only thing I wrote down is that it was originally going to be called Doggy. And then I got lazy <laughs> and like quit writing notes. Uh, if if I can if I can like just give a note of my own, that's a good change. That that oh, was yeah. the correct choice to make. What who let the dogs out versus doggy? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. But the doggy's kind of a that, that's weak and you know. Um I, it doesn't say anything about what movies what movies it was played in, but um uh, it's been it's played at a lot of sporting events. Like if your if your mascot is the Bulldogs or the Huskies or something, I guarantee you this has been played at your stadium once or twice. Uh, I know for a while there they had Iowa State's at, at Jack Trice Stadium they had size pet uh, pet of the week and they would play that who let the dogs out uh, for um, for uh, the side pet of the week and all the kids would go crazy. And every single parent in the stadium would groan. It like there was no disparity between the two. Well, because I mean, who likes that song legitimately, kids? When when I was younger, I loved to share that song. You that and song. me both, it, brother. I mean, and I don't think there's a single unless unless they're probably what born what post two thousand what four two thousand two thousand five two thousand one. Well, no, the song came out in two thousand, but it was relevant. It was culturally relevant for relevant for a while, in my opinion. And That's if you were born, and if you were born, you know, in that area or after that area, you may, uh, you know, the song because that the as soon as that thing comes on, that the who let the dogs out comes on, you know it. And the best part about that about about getting older is I just figured out, like maybe two three years ago. What this song is really about? What's the song really about? It's it's about these guys talking about who let all the ugly girls into the club. I've heard that rumor, and I've also uh, heard vice versa, where it's about people being at the club having a good time, and then men acting like dogs come in. Oh, see, I'd rather see, I'd rather it be that it be that than the ugly uh, girls. Than the ugly girls, because. You know, nowadays, you know, with everything, you know, you, you're trying to be, I don't want to use, I don't like using the term PC, but like, that's more PC than, you know, who let all the other girls into the club. Yeah, I would agree with you there. It's a little more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I guess it's my turn for my first head. Uh, so I did a little bit of discussion with who let the, who let the dogs out. So we'll, we'll, we'll skip that one because that one's on my list. Uh, I'm going to go with the Macarena. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. Hey, right? <laughs> yes, this song was at every middle school fun night. It was at every high school dance. It's at every wedding. And it's by the uh who are that? Los uh Los Del Rio? Yeah, yeah, Los Del Rio. Now three times um, fast. I cannot do that one for three times fast. I can hardly speak uh speak Spanish as it is, so actually I can't speak Spanish. Um but uh, this is this is one of those songs that is is iconic, and it'll be iconic till the world burns from everything. Because which may be sooner than we think. Uh, because uh, well, let's not make this podcast depressing, man. Right, right. Well, you know. But anyway, uh, you you hear it at weddings, you hear it at 
hell you hear at bar mitzvahs and shit. I mean, and everybody knows the moves to this dance. Wait, what bar mitzvah? How many are you bar going? mitzvahs have you been to? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for asking the question that was on my mind. Are we all getting If it's played at a wedding, it's going to be played at a bar mitzvah. It's going to be played at a quinceanera or whatever. I've never been to a quinceanera before either. But it sounds like you, you know, know what you're talking about there, bud. Yeah, it uh, sounds like you're kind of talking out your ass there, man. And, yeah, you're putting and, uh, words in their mouth, man. What are you doing? I'm not putting, I'm not putting no words in your I guarantee. But I, you're but putting you have songs a, in their amp. The, the only wedding I've, the only wedding we've been to that that I, I've been to that this song was not played at was our friend was our friend Arogo's wedding because I think he specifically said don't play this song or was that the chicken dance? I feel like it was the chicken dance. Yeah, I think I think it, I think you're right. I think it was a chicken dance, but I don't remember hearing it this song this song at his wedding either. But pro, but pre that I've heard it at every wedding I've been to, and this one is this one is instantly recognizable. And it's instantly recognizable because it was the theme song to the uh, to the high not high C. What is it? Um, it's a drink. It's a um, tropical Dang. punch. No tropical punch. The that comes in the cans or like that Hawaiian tropical punch stuff. And they would play that this song with the commercial. Mm, I think I recall that. I think it was. I think you were right with high C. High C tropical punch. I believe so. I can't remember. I can't. I know it was on the. I I know it was in that commercial because I remember because I remember I remember specifically the animated the animated Hawaiian dude dancing to it. But that's my first pick. Uh, back up to Blake. Okay. Um, so I during the break, well, not break for everybody else, but I looked up two other things that I had to kind of qualify my list. Um, that is that it was immediately recognizable. Um, just helped me to kind of narrow it down. And then, uh, I have here, not a cheap shot, one hit. So that would be like, I don't know if you guys remember B from America's got talent a couple years ago, two guys, their goal was just to be a one hit wonder. So they came on every week on the show and sang the same song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't Um, remember. Can you, can you dive into that a little more? Do you know, did you research any more about that? Because I've um, never well, heard that. I've never heard yeah, that story. I remember seeing it live as it unfolded. It was these two guys. They just wanted to be known as a one-hit wonder, and so I don't remember if they did the song in different ways uh, or I know they built it up bigger. They came out originally just the two of them, and then they added dancers and more instruments and a band and stuff. But it was the same song uh, entitled B O T Y, and. Uh, yeah, I think they made it two or three rounds, um, but oh. that was all they did is literally just sang one song. Uh, I wish they would have won. That is fucking hilarious. Speaking of cheap shot one hit wonders, there was a there's a lot of one hit wonders that came off of a came off of a, um uh what is it? Not America's Got Talent, uh, American Idol. Yeah, because we because we all uh, is it was it Ken Ken Wong the she bang she bang guy? Oh, you know, I yeah, would they, you consider that a one-hit wonder or a meme? Well, I consider I can consider it both, honestly. We all remember pants on the ground as well. Oh yeah, oh, rest yeah. In, also rest in peace that guy. He was he he was uh, he died. Oh, what did he die of? Uh, he was uh, killed in a drive-by. Oh, shit. oh 
I know, well, I'm not going to make yeah. a joke at his expense. No, no, but no, but but like that that guy was like, but that that guy um, when that pants on the ground thing, he got a lot of money from it, and he was attempting to turn his life around with that money with that money that he got from that that same thing that he did. I, uh, I saw a video once of him singing the national anthem, just in the middle of it, he started singing pants on the ground, and like went back to the national anthem. That's Jesus Christ. See, and that's that's how you use your fame. That's how uh, you're a one hit wonder. <laughs> yep. All right. So go. So continue with your list, Blake. Okay. Um. So next on my list, my third head, and I didn't have time. I meant to affiliate a president with these heads, uh, but I didn't quite get to it. Um. Is from Tommy True Tone. The song is entitled Eight Six Seven Five Three O Nine. Oh my oh, God. That is a collab. Yes. That's a good one. I, you're thinking some good ones, Blake. Because I, yeah, <laughs> I, I would have never thought of that one. Yeah, and it's another one of those where I went through. I probably had ten possibilities on my list, and just listened. And as soon as I knew what song it was, that would edge out another song. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this one has kind of an iconic. I think it's a guitar or keyboard tone right at the beginning that is very recognizable uh really quick uh so kind of coming off of the uh we'll do kind of like a lightning round lightning round thing here uh what is a song that you guys hear like the very first note that's instantly recognizable we'll do like a lightning round here so uh uh let's go with luke first uh um i really don't know man John, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, "Seek and Destroy" by Metallica. That yep, incoming yep. lick is just, you know it. Kyle. Oh, you already know what it is. Oh, Black, I know. Black it. Parade, my. You fucking right, it is, my man. First you fucking right, it is. Note, you know what it is. Blake, do you got one? Do you got one? Um, it's hard. I guess just with a top of my head, quick thought would be like ACDC, mm. um, something. I don't know, Thunderstruck or. Yeah, along those yeah, or like yeah. back in black or something like that. As soon as yep. you hear that first crunchy, bam, you yep. know what's coming. Yep, yep. I'll hop on the ACDC train with Blake because I'm legit pulling up short here. That's okay. <laughs> any, uh, any, any more, any more you want to talk about? Uh, uh, eight six five three zero nine. There, Blake. Um, no, I think that pretty well covered it. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, Luke, you're up next. So my next one is Danger High Voltage by Electric Six. Yes. Um, <laughs> most of the people that know me, I have made them listen to this song because it's just a lot of fun and it's a little raunchy. It's a little rude. It's just uh, it's a good time. And it has an excellent music video to boot. I will I will post the um, the link to the music video in the description. Uh, for those that want to watch it, because this is an excellent music video. It's an experience. It's it's a thing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> it is a thing. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Yes, Luke. That is why we are discussing it. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of, uh, so we're on the one hit wonders. We're on the one hit wonders train. Um, actually, I'll save this one for my. I'll save this one for my honorable mentions. We'll come back to that later. But uh, it is John's turn. All right, this one is going to make everyone mad. Um, it's Friday by Rebecca Black. Hey, uh, you know what? I am actually not mad about that. That is a solid choice, my dude. I yeah, mean, as far I as really one hit wonders are concerned, 
yeah, it is a solid choice, but man, that song, awful. <laughs> I, I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and under genre, it says pop and cringe pop. <laughs> oh shoot, that's beautiful. how many how many dislikes does it have on 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 YouTube right now? Uh, give me a second, and I will find out. Well, she actually no. has like I think she's a YouTube personality now. She yes, actually recently is. did a song. That makes sense. I can't. It has 3.8 million dislikes. Oh my god! And now, now compare that to more. how many <laughs> likes does it have? Uh, 1.2 million. So it is three times disliked than it is liked. Oh my god! So what's your reasoning? What's your reasoning putting that on the on your Mount Rushmore there, there, John? It's because it's so iconic that this person somehow gained so much internet fame from releasing this song and has just faded into existence. No one knows what she's up to. The general populace knows nothing about this person anymore. They could not name another song. They can't even name the album this was on, even if it had an album. It was part I, of an album? I don't I know. That know. She, I know that she had one other song, and uh, all I remember is from the music video, they were driving around in go-karts. That's all I remember. And um, you watched it for well, yeah. You gotta watch. You gotta keep. You gotta keep up on your memes. Memes. And Friday was such a meme that I was trying to stay. I was trying to stay up with with the times when that second music video came out. I watched it, and it's this one. You can't even. I can't even name one lyric of this song. I just. No, you can't. I was trying to keep up with the times. Nick Bassett, a man of culture. Yes. Well, so that. That's kind of the theme for my list. My list, though, is I try and go by culturally relevant, culturally impactful songs. I'm just you thinking know, about you just like sipping tea with a pinky out. <laughs> mm, yes, this song yes, is terrible. This, this, this is song is, mm, yes, I go to quinceañeras and comments, folks. I find this song shallow and pedantic. <laughs> you can dance on the dance floor with this. All right. Oh fuck. Uh, Kyle, you're up. Oh shit! Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just knock it out because I, I think I'm not the only person with this on their list. The song that everyone knows, but nobody knows who it's from or what it's called. Tub thumping, Machamba Wamba. Yep. Damn right. Hey. That was yep, yep. Uh, that one actually, that one, that one just missed out on my list. It's, uh, it wasn't gonna be, it was gonna be an honorable mention. Then I'm replacing it with the one I thought of earlier. Um, but yes, yes, good choice, Kyle. Well, I remember when this song was on the radio, like listening to it in the back of my mom's car and being like, I like this song. My sister's just like, I got a friend that has the actual CD this is on. Want me to borrow it from her? I'm like, yeah. And she never did. Thanks, Anne. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Like to me, this is just iconic 90s single right here. I remember it being in a lot of movies as well, though I couldn't really name any of them. It was just good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it was always on the radio, always in a movie. It was just sounds like the 90s to me. Fair enough. You know, it was actually, it hit UK singles chart at number two at one point. So we were, so we just had our, our fantasy football draft, uh, uh, what it was, it la- uh, last weekend. And uh, we talked about this song. And I, when they first started playing this song for me to like, when I first started playing it, I didn't know it started like that the way it did. That was so funny. 
I always you had it's... that moment where you know the chorus kicks in, you immediately go, "Oh, oh. I know this song." Yes, for sure. The, um, I had forgotten it was called Tub Thump. I always just rec- remembered as Chumba Wumba because that's. I thought that's what the effort. song's name was. There you go. Makes you wonder how many songs are out there that like we've just completely forgotten as a society what it's even called or who even sang it. We just all know it. Mm-hmm. Good one. Okay. So I'm trying to decide between two of these songs for my turn here. Um, I want to really, I really want to get this one out of the way because I don't want it to be said by another person. Uh, but I want to say it for last as well, but I'm going to get it out of the way. Um, so the one, my next song is Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Oh, we just got Rick rolled, everybody. Yep. You're now, damn- this, this was originally on my list, but I took it off because Rick Astley has other good songs. I, I didn't say that he didn't, I didn't say that he had, didn't have other good songs, but this is literally for me and, and every, um, and unless you're like a really good, really, like really big Rick Astley fan, this is a one hit wonder. I mean, this is really his only one. This is really the, the only the biggest hit he's ever had. No, he has that one song. I'm, I'm looking it up because it, it plays at the high V I got delivered to. Uh, Together Forever plays a lot, but it's the same album. Yep. It's never going to give you up. Uh, actually, Together Forever is in Always Sunny in Philadelphia a lot. Really? Yeah, huh. I noticed, I've been rewatching it lately, and I've noticed it pops up. And every time, they're just like, what are you listening to? And Dennis is just like, Rick Astley. <laughs> I mean, so, but if we're going, if we're going but, cultural, culturally impactful, everybody in their life has been Rickrolled once or twice. Oh, the Absolutely glory years of MSN. I, so, small story about Rickrolling is I tried to get, I tried to get um, my friend Brian with it, which hopefully we can get him on an episode here because we talk about him a lot. Um, I tried to get him with Rickrolling once, one time. So I send the link and he goes, he goes, I'm not sure what this is. And I go, what? He goes, I go, he goes, I don't know what this is. And I'm like, did I send you the wrong link? Cause I was sending him a bunch of videos. He goes, yeah, here, here. I'm like, well, just send me, send me what you sent me. Send, send what you sent back, back to what I sent back to me. <laughs> so he sent it back to me and I, like a go fucking eighth grader, uh... I clicked on it <laughs> and he, he reverse Rickrolled me. You played yourself. I got played. Oh I my played God. myself. <laughs> uh, it. It, um, but th- but going off of Blake's like instantly recognizable that the 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 yes 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 it's instantly recognizable. Um, and honestly, you honestly, it's a decent song. Like. People think it's like a people go at it for the memes, but it's a decent song. Agreed. At least, at least I, at least I think so. I think you're wrong if you don't think it's a good song. There you go. Okay, um, back up to Blake. That actually brings up a side note. Does anybody try to uh, translate a song to anybody else without saying "do do 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 do"? I I don't think. Well, sometimes I don't think so. Well, Blake, I think that's actually the first international language. <laughs> Just instantly recognizable. See, I wish there was, uh, I wish there was like an app 
or or a computer program where you could hum the music like because you know sometimes you know the tune to the song but you don't know their lyrics i remember back in i remember back in middle school i don't know if i could find it but there was something where you could tap the beat on the space bar and the internet or whatever program it was would guess which song you were putting in it would come up with like eight different guesses that's pretty cool that is cool i I actually have that app. It's Facebook Messenger, and you send a message to Mr. <laughs> Swenson. <laughs> Thanks, Swenson. Uh, for those of you who know, Mr. Swenson was our high school, uh, our high school uh, um, orchestra, orchestra teacher. Wouldn't he be fun to get on the show? If it's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, he'd probably do it too. He probably He's would. A cool dude. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit, he was. Uh, Kind of an ace in the hole for me, uh, coming up with my list. So, oh, did he help? Did he help you? That's uh, a, a good little resource. Bit. That is a yep. good resource. That is an excellent resource. All right. So then, with that, give us your give us your next pick. Uh, yeah. Next on my list. So we're up to number two. Um, this kind of well, I would have said this for my lightning round a second ago because immediately you hear this and you'll know what it is. This is from the C&C Music Factory, Gonna Make You Sweat. Gonna Make You Sweat. I don't think I've ever heard that one. I hear this. So the title doesn't make much sense, but here's the first line. Everybody dance now. Oh! God, yep. (laughs) Got him. Jock jams, you guys. Wow. Wow. That's the name of that song? Yeah, and I should mention, very hard to pick from a couple of the Jock Jams hits. Uh, but that, to me, was the most recognizable. Um, yep, that's what it's called. Now I'm oh my God. for not including any Jock Jams on my list. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we got a... So, Kyle and I, we go on Ragbri. Uh, we, we've gone on Ragbri once together, but we put a lot of Jock Jams on our Spotify playlist that we listen to uh, to write across Iowa with. Uh, and, I, and I'm not sure if that one made it, but I know we did put Jock Jam, some Jock Jams on that playlist. I, mean, I know at least the Space Jam theme was on there. You're damn right it was. Oh, you're goddamn you guys, right. Uh, hop on your bikes at the start, and it goes, bow, bow, bow. Let's get ready to rumble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, small shout out to Blake here. Blake actually did uh, the last functioning rag bri on a, a unicycle. I did. You mad uh, lad. He is a mad <laughs> lad. <laughs> did you wipe out at all? Um, I don't think during the actual ride I did, but training I had a bad wipeout and banged my knee very hard, and it still hurts about every other day. Ooh, oh, boy. Uh, Might want to get that looked at. You could have some problems when you're 50. Yeah. He's having problems now. <laughs> so that's why I should get it looked at. <laughs> All right, Luke, you're up. All right. So my next pick is A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody suggested this to me and I thought about it hard. I gave it a couple listens and I thought, you know what? This is... This is worthy of being up on a on a monument, and it adds some diversity to it. It does. It does to my list. A lot of dudes on here. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really I really like 
I really like that pick because like I listened to that song when I was when I was like an emotional wreck about a girl I liked and I'm like I love this girl so much I'm just gonna cry to this song the entire time so I'm I'm okay with that pick was the girl Christina Perry by chance yes it was <laughs> it was actually Perry Christina <laughs> oh so Luke, you're just looking at your list. And you're like, this is a total sausage fest. I need some Christina Perry on here. Uh, well, yeah, honestly. So I, I, I did. I, I wanted to have a little bit of diversity in my list because you know most of the stuff I listen to, I'm pretty comfortable with, and I don't stray very far from that. Most of the stuff I wanted, though, like Barracuda, um, had more than one hit. So mm-hmm. I for that song, so good. Uh-huh. But anyway. Yeah. Awesome. All right, John, you're up. All right. Well, one of my picks was Tub Thumping. So uh, moving on to my last pick is uh, Whip It by Devo. (laughs) In the shape. Shape it up. And I think the reason I picked this one was because of the Futurama references. Like, play Whip It. No, play the other one. And (laughs) it's just that. (laughs) Fair enough. Fun story about uh, Whip It. Back when uh, we were kids, we used to do Dance Dance Revolution. Oh my god! On the PS2 and whip it. I I think so. Or did Dance take over that market? We have the power of the internet. Let's let's find out. It might have moved to like the motion capture stuff with uh, the Xbox Spy Cam. What do they call that? Connect. Um, Connect. The Connect. But yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, uh, Kyle, there is uh, there has been currently uh, two. Uh, the last Dance Dance Revolution game came out in 2019. What console? Um, PS4. Konami still doing it? Um, let me check here. Uh, yes, Konami is still doing it. Well, all right. I'm actually thinking, you ever seen people who are like stupid good at that game? Yes, yes. I have. I, I flew to Anime Iowa one year, went into the game room, and there was just like one kid. And he it was one of those guys that has like the two mats there, and they're just going all over the place. And you mm-hmm. just question if that's the only thing they do. Just two handed <laughs> grip on those bars so their feet can move faster, and just oh, oh yeah, you I will maintain okay. the people that can do that stuff are athletes. That is <laughs> so freaking hard to do. That I, to play on ESPN, the Ocho. <laughs> I am Chip Connors, and welcome to the 2020 Dance Dance Revolution uh, World Championships. And we have an exciting competition for you here today. Sign me up. I'd watch it. You know, that would have been a good pandemic sport to watch. Easy. Put them in two separate rooms. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. we go. I got mm-hmm. that's, that's some something. socially distanced uh, competition right there. there it is. We're really that's why... that whip, boys. And that's why esports are valid. <laughs> <laughs> I've really turned around on esports, actually. It's good stuff. All right. Kyle. What about John? Wait, John just said. No, that, just whip it. Yeah, John was John's was whipping. So you're sorry. Right. I, I just hijacked it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go along with what Blake said earlier when it comes to you know going to do 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 to describe a song and it being universal. 
Uh, Blue Daba D by Eiffel 65. Yeah! Hey. I fucking love this goddamn song. To this day, I will still just take time just to listen to Blue, or like, uh, I'll be sitting outside sometimes, and my roommate will come out, and you know, he, uh, he went to Ogden, and they have uh, their team colors blue, so sometimes he'll be decked out in blue because he'll go like support his uh, brothers and whatnot playing football. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, hey, and I'll just start playing blue by Eiffel 65. <laughs> but uh, going along, though, with what uh, Blake said about using the doo-doo-da-da, blah-blah-blah, just to like describe songs, literally when like they're making the lyrics, they decide to do the da-ba-dee-da-ba-dai because they're just like, Literally everyone can sing along to that. Like, have you have you heard the rumor or the or the or the alternate version where they well they they'll sing or is it actually part of the li- lyrics where they say if I was green I would die? No, have you heard that before? I've heard that rumor, but it's inaccurate. Like they've actually okay. like, they've actually talked about people coming up to him and asking that, and literally the guy's just like, "Why would I say if I was green I would die? It doesn't make any fucking sense." It doesn't. It doesn't. That's why I was wondering if if there was any if. I'm glad you. I'm glad you did your research, Kyle. Because now, oh, that's know. the only one I did like any research on, actually. <laughs> but like, uh, Vice actually did a uh, a documentary just on like the making of that song. They have a uh, they have like a little series where it's just like the making of like some one hit wonders, and this was the only one I watched. And what I thought was kind of interesting was like Eiffel sixty five like wasn't a band that went to the studio. It was literally three different guys working in the same studio. And they could like overhear themselves like making music, so they join in, and eventually they all just like just came together and made the song. And they're like, "Well, let's we're just gonna call ourselves Eiffel 65 and just essentially tour with this song." Nice, very nice. Oh, it's great. Uh, actually, oh, I did have one fun fact. Uh, it saw worldwide success and became the second top-selling single of 1999, and it was only beat by "Hit Me Baby One More Time" by Britney Spears. Well, that's not- wow. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Very nice. Awesome. Okay, I'm on to my last pick. Um, this one is another song that was played at high school dances and fun nights and all that kind of stuff. Uh, days, Nick? Yeah, I am. Leave me yeah. alone. Oh, oh, <laughs> buddy. Um, this one is uh, Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Was there a Wait. Oh my God, Nick. Is this because of the Doctor Crapper commercial? Be real here. <laughs> no, actually, honestly, like this is the, I, I, I know I've seen the commercial you're talking about, but like, no, this is like legitimately. This is the one song that would come on at a high school dance, and everybody would start jumping up and down, and everyone knows the everyone knows the chorus. Uh, and, and it's and it's a it's a it's a really and it's a really good sing, song honestly it's it's not a favorite of mine but you know uh, this is just uh, and I wouldn't say it's instantly recognizable but like you'll stand there going you'll stand there bobbing your head along to the, to the song like I don't know this song what is this song and then you know you hear Stacy's mom has got it going on and everyone's like oh, I know this song now yeah, that song really does have it going on. Mm-hmm. It's got a really funny music video to it too. Yeah. I encourage you. Uh, but that's uh, that's that's really all I really had to say about that one. It's um um uh it uh it reached number twenty one on the U.S. Uh, Billboard on the U.S. Billboard that year. Um, so it was uh, it was a really uh, uh it was a real hang on the song has been frequently ah this is a fun fact 
Um, people actually think that this song is by Bowling for Soup, but it's not. I see that? Yeah, I people think that this is Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup? No, Bowling for Soup. Come on, they they made the Phineas and Ferb theme song. You're right. Ah. <laughs> uh, you always got to bring that up. There's like one episode where I think there was like, thanks, Bowling for Soup. And they're like, you're welcome. We appreciate the gig. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> also, if we're on that strain of, uh, or I guess that thread, Simple Plan also made the What's New Scooby-Doo theme song, and it's probably their best hit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let, we won't get into too much of that, but I'm Just a Kid is excellent. Eh, if you're... A whiny little bitch, then yeah. I will slap you. Bring it, buddy. You know where. Let's I go. Like. Slap fight. Slap hands. Slap hands. All right, Blake, your last pick. I was gonna say, speaking of Stacy's mom, that was another, at least for our age group, another common dance, uh, school dance song. I remember hearing that quite a bit. Oh, for especially at our high school dances, it was yeah. Yeah, played every time. Well, yep, that was that <laughs> um, Oh, and then I was going to mention, kind of along with the doodah, doodoos, um, or whatever, nonsense, <laughs> nonsense <laughs> lyrics. Do you guys remember the Scat Man by chance? I'm a oh. Scat Man. We. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that damn song. I do All right, not. so my number one pick. This is going to blow you guys away. This is, I would say, the most common song in the world. Definitely the most covered song. Everybody, at least that speaks English, has sang this song, I would say, multiple times annually, but at least once a year. This comes from Patty and Mildred Hill, sisters. The song is entitled, Happy Birthday. I don't know if I love that you picked that song or the buildup that you had behind it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, you got me. You got it. You got to. You got to explain that one, Blake. I like that. I like that's, it. That's peak Mad well, Lad. Do you know any other songs from the album? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, oh. you got me there. You've got me there. You got me back into the corner there. Although I will give you a little bit of uh, a credit, I guess, um, or however you'd say that. Uh, I don't know that it launched Patty and Mildred Hill to fame because I had no idea who the song was by. So I don't know if that was a qualifier or not, because a lot of these I would not have known the artist necessarily. So... No, that's okay. I am, I am okay with that one. That's a oh my God. that one blow. That one does blow my mind. So the past few <laughs> times we've had, we've had, we've had guests on our show. They've they've had some really good takes, and that's an excellent take. Thank you. <laughs> that might be the best take of all time, actually. <laughs> Happy birthday! What it wonder? It it really is. I I'm okay with that. Definitely. Um, Luke, your final pick. My final pick is Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. Yes! <laughs> we can dance uh-huh. if you wanna. You could leave your friends behind. But if they don't happy dance. Birthday, I might. <laughs> I always think of uh, what is is the big Biodome, Biodome where uh, they're skipping through it and that song's playing. Yes, oh God. Polly Shore. Oh God. 
making cuppies. time to like just listen to the guitar section in this song it is amazing like this mm-hmm. song the tits mm-hmm. uh, i found out though that ram jam did not originally write the song really uh, yeah they're, they're the ones that made the version that we all know and love today but i guess uh no one really i didn't find like who actually wrote it but the first recorded version of it was in 1933 john and alan lomax recorded an acapella version of the song sung by a group at the Central State Farm, which was a men's prison in Sugarland, Texas. Uh, later, the song was recorded by a band called Starstruck, and then the guitarist left Starstruck, and then he re-released an edit for, what you know, for, for Ram Jam. And let's see, the song hit number 18 on the singles chart, the U.S. and the top 10 in the U.K. and Australia fucking banger that's all that's all i'm really gonna say about black betty to be honest it's just a, yeah. it's a banger yeah no that's a Heck that's yeah. yes yes and that goes along with uh instantly recognizable too oh because you hear that yeah yeah it's it's instantly recognizable oh shit i think i like uh when i was doing my research for this i think i listened to black betty alone just like God, maybe like an hour straight of just different versions and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, has everyone said all their picks? Because all my because all mine were said. Yes. Blake, no. Did you get all of those? Uh, I got all of mine, other than fifth president and honorable mention. Uh the fifth president and your honorable mention is the same thing. Well, I can't pick between one. Well, so. you can, you can. We always, <laughs> honestly, we always give two or three shout outs in our honorable, honorable mentions. So there's no, there's, there's no problem with that. This is so, perfect, Blake, because I don't have a fifth president this week. You, so you we're going to go fifth president spot then. So we are going to go on to our fifth president segment here. Uh, Blake, take us away. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Who do I want to be my fifth? So I had two on here already that were said. That'd be Baja Men. Uh, from Absolute Music 33 with Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> and I put that on for two reasons, but one was because it was my first CD ever. So, oh, God. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Back in 2000, I bought that in the checkout line at Hy-Vee. <laughs> on the Hy-Vee? Uh, yeah, they had it there, I guess, when Hy-Vee had all the hits. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I um, I did buy Spaceballs on DVD at Hy-Vee, so that's not too uh, unbelievable. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I did have uh, Tub Thumping as well, which has been said. So I guess for my fifth president, uh, I'm gonna go with House of Pain and Jump Around. The greatest song of all time. Yep. Yep. Uh, if we have any Wisconsin fans on here, that song is played at the Wisconsin Badger Stadium uh, for football games. And it's it's probably one of the cooler traditions they have in the Big Ten because everybody in the stadium starts jumping, and they try and jump in unison. 
and it's just like a sea of red jumping up and down like a wave. It's it's a pretty cool tradition. I uh, I have a my brother, one of his buddies went to Wisconsin. He says those bleachers get a little bit scary if you're not if you're a little too sober with how much jumping is going on. <laughs> if you're sober and aware, it's terrifying. <laughs> just like this is coming down. <laughs> I always awesome. think of when it comes to uh, House of Pain's jump around is back in the good old MySpace days. Remember how you could like customize your profile? Yeah, with way a song. Too much on that. Yeah, so I had one. I had customized it so like Mario was like jumping down the pipe on my profile, and I had my song "Jump Around" by House of Pain. So it was <laughs> it was a good combo. Good. Uh, that's awesome. I made some top fours. Uh, uh, <laughs> Luke. God. Uh, don't have one, bud. That's okay. No worries. Uh, John, you're up. All right. This is actually going to be a local pick. Um, and I'm doing this purely off of Spotify listens. Um, I, there's this local uh, punk band called AM Taxi. Um, and they have this one song called The Mistake, and it has over 2 million streams on Spotify, and the closest they have next is 500,000. Is the song <laughs> about your birth? Uh, no, it is not. <laughs> I cherish you, John. You know this. Well, good. But <clears throat> I highly recommend checking them out. Um, but that is my local pick. Awesome. Kyle? Uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit. And there's a movie called That Thing You Do. And it's about a band that makes a one-hit wonder. It stars Tom Hanks. Uh, they actually have a song for it that you get to listen to called that thing you do the band's called the wonders because they're a one-hit wonder highly recommend watching it if you haven't seen it before and if you have seen it i think good for you awesome okay um so i kind of have two because i literally just thought of it like as the podcast was going here um so my first one is a serious is the serious pick second one is is the not so serious just because based on the movie the music video from earlier on the neck, my, so my uh, uh, fifth present is "Love Me Dead" by Ludo. Yeah, uh, uh, I the the uh, the it's not instantly recognizable, but the but as soon as the "Love Me Cancerously" starts coming on, it you know that's you know it's it's that song, and it's a good and for me it's it's a for me it's a, it's a very good song um, that I enjoy. Uh, but my second not so serious pick, my second not so serious pick though, um, is solely based off the musical because it is a we were talking about really a trippy music videos with um, high voltage. Uh, this one is uh, the Big Bad Wolf uh, uh, by who is it? Uh, the Big Bad Wolf. Is that that one from that fake Old Spice commercial? Uh, no, this one is the uh, this is Big Bad Wolf by Duck Sauce. Okay. Now I will not spoil this music video for you because I will put it in the link in the description below. But I will say it is very not safe for work, so you go ahead and watch it on your own time. But it's a it's a it's a it's a club dance song. Uh, there's the literally the only lyrics is the big bad wolf the entire time. But you just take the time and click the link and watch it and enjoy it because it's a trip. You know that unrelated, but speaking of animals and one-hit wonders, you guys remember that damn song? What does the fox say? 
Yeah, that's a that's it. a that's a one hit wonder. Unfortunately, yeah. I wish that song would go back to the depths it came from. I remember um, the other day and like remembered how much I did not like it. There <laughs> is, there is a band I was I, so I downloaded a or I found on Spotify a uh, a pop goes punk playlist. Oh, those are fun. And mm-hmm. someone did a someone did a version of that song and uh, did a version of, like a screamo version of it, like hard metal, and it. It's good. It's it really slap. It it really slaps, because uh, the best part of it when the, when the lyric says the cow goes moo, the guy's like cow goes moo. It's just it's hilarious. It's way funnier than the actual song. I'm trying to Speaking find out. Says it exists. I gotta know. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Hang on. Go ahead, Blake. While uh, we're looking this up. Speaking of hard covers, um, without to get too far on the rabbit trail, but. Do you guys remember when Framing Henley did Lollipop by Lil Wayne? Uh, yes. That was a pretty good cover in my opinion. Mm. That might be a that might be a um a uh, future episode we're gonna have to do. Uh, for, uh, yeah. like a uh, episode. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. uh, I'm trying to find it here, Kyle, because this will be the thing we end on. Uh... I should throw in I forgot to add my pick that was in honor of Luke not having one. Oh, I got uh, you. Yeah, go ahead. And, and actually I I think you would appreciate this. This is made famous by Night at the Roxbury. What is love from Hathaway? Oh, oh yes! <laughs> I can't believe we didn't put that one on here. What is love? Um, <laughs> Baby, no, don't uh, hurt me. That that is perfect, Blake. Thank you. Uh, yep. Kyle, the um, Kyle, the uh, the name of the band is Me and the Captain. Me and the oh, there it is, right there. I have never heard of me and the captain. Yeah, uh, that's the only song that I know that they that I've listened to of them that they've covered. Probably one of those. Wait, probably in that strain of bands in that scene that just simply covered a pop song, and that's the only thing that really mm-hmm. is relevant. All right, so now we're going to move on to the final rush, and this is where we take all of our lists and try and come up with a final monument for the podcast. So, gentlemen, what is on the final rush? I think tub thumping goes on there. I think a few mm-hmm. of us had that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm a, yep. I, I completely agree with. I completely agree with that. I know Blake and I both had who let the dogs out. And so did I. So I. If anybody has any arguments, who let the dogs out? I'm fine with it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Next two. Um, I really don't have any terribly good suggestions, but I would say I would say never give. I would either say never. I I would say never give give you up. But feel free to argue on that. The fact that he's got another hit on the same album rules it out for me. Oh, okay, okay, yep, I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, Black Betty Ram Jam. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Uh, yeah, I'll 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 say so. Uh, and I'm gonna actually take one of Blake's here and say Happy Birthday. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> Throw so it up, put it on there. Yep, I I want to put that thing on the list because that that just blew my mind. Yeah, it's tough. Um, in making my list, it's like, are these my four favorites? Which, it was hard. Like with your serial episode, obviously those were your four favorite serials. I kind of went a different route and went for most recognizable, most iconic, which would be Happy Birthday. Yeah. Yes. So, Kyle, do you, uh, what's on our final list here? Our final list consists of Black Betty by Ram Jam, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba, Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men, and Happy Birthday. 
Uh, who's that by the lake? Uh, Patty and Mildred Hill. <laughs> Patty and Mildred, dream team. There we go. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Monumental Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and be looking for our next episode coming out in the near future. If you have a suggestion on what topic we should do next, feel free to DM us at our brand new Twitter account, at A Monumental Pod on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow there and be sure to share this podcast with your friends if you enjoyed it. As always, shout out goes to Kiwi Shoto Pop, uh, who made the art recover for this show. You can find them at Fiverr.com. Link is in the description. Thanks again for listening and have a monumental week.